previously on Trees Falling in the Woods podcast. Joe's crazy. Motherfuckers is getting shot in the face. Get on the ground! Yeah! Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, hey, get in the other room. I don't want Brooklyn to be shot. (laughs) Rob, lie down. Yeah, listen. Oh, man, Erica is real serious. I don't understand why you think it's cool to stick your whole fucking face (laughs) (laughs) out of the window. (laughs) Like Jack A from 227. Yeah, exactly. Shit's real, nigga. Shit's real, real, nigga. Real life is happening outside. It's right here, woman. Come get your iPad. Here, Brooklyn, come get it. Go ahead. There you go. All right. Got that little turd out. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> We're doing this. Welcome to the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and Jeff Deldona. Right. Now, that was some... That's, the intros have been really long. Mm. Uh, you know, for those of you who left off hanging about what happened on our last podcast... We made it. Was, it. it was, hey, we're all alive. Yeah. Very interesting stuff, to say the least. Um, apparently, what happened was... Actually, it's funny because my neighbor, he actually picked up on everything. Okay. Yeah, explain. Yeah, he, uh... (laughs) What is she doing? (laughs) Hold up, let me close this door. I'm explaining, hold up. Yeah, he's about to explain about the the crazy situation. Yeah, wait a minute, you sure you don't want to talk about uh, the Star Wars trailer, which I don't think you ever did? Uh, I think I said all I wanted. (laughs) Oh, then then, uh... (laughs) And then all that shit happened. No, apparently what was going on... Now, this is a crazy thing about my neighborhood. Uh, the people that are actually in my neighborhood are kind of sketchy at best. And the people that were a part of here, like the people that live in the neighborhood... Like, like there's a guy who used to live on my street, and he was a blood. So he would, like, walk up and down the street wearing his red all the time. And so the cops could find out who he was. And... it's <laughs> mm-hmm. like... Yeah, yeah. So eventually, that's you know, yeah. you want to make sure that when you're in a gang, the cops yeah. can identify you by your clothing. Yeah, you know, but the thing is, he must have been a blood, though. I mean, it's funny because I, I, I don't know. I've never really seen like Spanish bloods before. I could be wrong on that. Okay, I didn't. Know yeah, yeah, I didn't know either. I don't and know the specifics of gangery. Well, gang, gangeration. Gang bang, gang. Yeah. No. So what happened was that kid got locked up a while back. He got because but he got locked up for like. Don't home evasions and and burglary and then assaults mm-hmm. with deadly weapons and so he had a he had a lot that he got he basically fucked himself over yeah. and, and eventually he, I don't know he got he used to deal with drugs like I don't see none of his people's come through no more ever since he got locked so it's it's kind of <laughs> crazy yeah. and there's another dude I used to live in my neighborhood he used to live up to, he's actually this dude's a nice dude actually he's a cool he's got locked up twice yeah <laughs> yeah but he sounds like a yeah but guy. no but the thing I is know, though it's it's, it's it's actually he's actually a really really nice dude every time he sees my daughter he just says hey what's up how you doing yeah. he's just you know he he would like turned over a new leaf hopefully I would hope after the second time getting locked yeah. up in the span of six months but I mean I just the thing is every time I see him he's cool so it's like you, it's, it's funny how the yeah. connotation of being a drug dealer is obviously <laughs> a negative one yep. you know but now all drug dealers are bad people <laughs> like, you know and, and that's the funny thing is it's like you gotta find out 
You know, like you just there's people are people, and well, it just so happens that his occupation is drug dealer. Is he, I mean, do you think Jay Z is a bad person? I think Jay Z is a piece of shit because he hasn't made a good album since the Black Album. And that well, was that in makes two thousand. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, the last album he made that was pretty good was two thousand seven, yeah. and that we was need a, uh, American Gangster. Guys, we're gonna start a, a trees falling in the woods drinking game, and that's gonna be one of the things that that you have to drink when you hear Rob talk about how Jay Z hasn't made a good album since, <laughs> since which one now? Since oh seven. Okay. Since uh, yeah, he's 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 been awful. Okay. And then people like he's he's been garbage. Yeah. And and he just since they consider him the best rapper ever, which I don't agree with, mm-hmm. you know, it's like uh, yeah, maybe he's, maybe the most successful one ever. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably the most successful one. But then again, you know, success is defined by yeah. the person, in my opinion. But then again, yeah, he has the most because I mean, Tupac before he died. I mean, this guy he sold he he what was it? he sold ten million albums on double CD before mm-hmm. he died. Mm-hmm. But and after yeah yeah well he sold a lot of CDs afterward but. Like so, like the guy upstairs, he's a drug back. Yeah. He's a drug dealer, and he just recently came back. I don't know if he's still dealing anymore. Uh, there was another dude that lived next door. He was also doing stuff, stuff as well. Um, the people next door, I don't know, I, probably some of you guys remember this from the last podcast. We have some pedophiles who live upstairs. Heard about but, that. yeah? So yeah. Those, those these older white gentlemen, they're they're petties. Um, so you know these guys, they've had their run-ins with the law. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. What else is going on? There's a, there's some Asian people that live up the street. Just wanted to bring them up. Yeah. <laughs> Just so and, we know it's a diverse. Yeah, area. and then there's like this like then there's like people who are like these older Spanish people that live across the street. You know, they continue to always work on their lawn. I think they wait for like six thirty a.m. to come around and just start. Mm, just turn whatever it is yeah. on when the grass is just waking up and <laughs> yeah it's fresh and yeah just like cut. yeah exactly <laughs> always always no matter what um and then there's some other people in the neighborhood that done some questionable stuff i don't know everybody but i just do know like within the two buildings we've had at least like and then the recent one now the guy that got like that they went in for on yesterday uh, the day before yesterday rather on monday night he is actually a big-time drug dealer, and come to find out. So this is the thing. To go back in the story, um, for the past month, I would say three weeks to a month, uh, they have been, like, questionable people coming through the neighborhood. Questionable meaning, like, these guys are cops. Yeah, So like, like, like unusual for this neighborhood, I guess. Pretty much. Like, you see guys that will come in, and they would park a black car every now and then. Black car be here, be on one part of the street one day, black car be on the other part of the street, yeah. and then there'd be another car that would sit, like, just cars that don't belong in the neighborhood, because mm-hmm. I personally picked up on it, mainly because, like, I just, the parking situation in my neighborhood is fucking awful. The only time that being black means you don't belong in this neighborhood. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. But no, they were just white guys, so you just, like, we see white... Yo, but even, but even then, oh, yeah, but even then, like, there's... My people upstairs, but no, even then, like, when you see, like, whenever I used to see white people in this neighborhood, mm. like, when I first, especially when I first moved in, like, they're only here for one reason. If they weren't here to record a podcast, they were <laughs> up to no yeah, fucking good. Yeah, pretty much. They were just here buying their <laughs> shit, and they would bounce. Yeah. So, over the course of three weeks to a month, we just started noticing this type of activity. I was like, man, something must, something must be going on. Yeah. So, one of my neighbors that lives upstairs, he had something, actually, I had the same incident, too, where a guy would come up to me, like, a white dude, would say, hey, man, you know where I can get some drugs? I'm like, and he would say drugs, like like why would you say drugs like like you don't know you don't know uh, where I can maybe procure some uh, drug yeah I mean, but, items maybe yeah but you illegal but items. you need like a nickname you know I need mean? yeah, to get like, that, that that shit you know that, I'm just trying to come up with dumb I'm getting yeah. peace yeah let me get that let me get that stuff beat you know something like yeah you got any yeah uh, and 
Thunder? Yeah, <laughs> Thunderbolt. <laughs> I don't know. Thunderbolt mini deport displays yeah. or something like yeah, that. Spray. So you I'm, know what I'm saying? Hey, 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 you got a digital AV cable I can get, I you know? <laughs> Give me some of that lick, yo. You know what I mean? That's, and it's funny because they come in there asking like that. I'm like, right. dude, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean... I just live here, yep. and it's all right, all right, I appreciate you, and they just drive off and shit, but they didn't look like they could be junkies, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just yeah. look like regular dudes, it's like, so I don't want to say the cops are like shit, and they're not doing their job well, but I just started noticing it was weird, and then my neighbor, he races, the guy that races the RC cars, he stopped yeah. doing it after a while, mainly mm-hmm. because, not because it's getting cold, yeah. it's because like the guys, some, some people come <laughs> along as well, asking the same thing, like, hey... Oh, you, I see you got RC cars. So, like, dude, do you want to, like... You drugs. Like, no, you want to trade some or sell some or something like that? He's yeah. like, yeah, sure, bring them over and we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And the guy never came back. And he would come yeah. back, like, two, three weeks, like, two weeks later or something, like, a week later. And so it was, like, it was just weird activity from the jump. When you when that was mentioned the other night, and, uh, like, I wanted to sort of make a, a joke about it, but, you know, I don't know your neighbors, so I wasn't going to, like, test oh, no, those waters. They're I'm sure cool. they're fine, yeah, but still, I was going to say something like... I wonder if they thought, like, this whole RC car thing is just, like, to traffic drugs. Yeah. Like, maybe they put drugs in the RC oh, yeah. cars I or mean, something. Dude, it, it was crazy because, like, he stopped doing it because he stopped going because of the guys. Yeah, like, he just didn't want to get yeah, involved yeah. in it. Oh, nonsense. yeah. And then I just started noticing all this stuff, too. And, like, so come to find <laughs> out that the guy who took my parking spot <laughs> a while back come to find out that the guy's an actual drug dealer. So one of my... Huh. Uh, yeah, so Lena's a big-time drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And I knew something was up with him because, like, I come to, like... He's one of those dudes that says, like, this is my neighborhood. Yeah. And this is what he would do. Like, I remember talking about him previously in the podcast, and he would say, yeah, this is yeah. my neighborhood. I got to hold it down, whatever, whatever. And he said, yeah, I got that guy, which is the guy who was the blood. And yeah. he was like, yeah, I got him off the street. And come to find out, no, that's not what happened. The police took him away <laughs> it wasn't you see <laughs> you know your wisdom <laughs> what, I was, what i was gonna say is when you when you said you uh you figured out something was up with with your neighbor was gonna be when um he took your parking spot and filled it with drugs yeah you know or something like that yeah. and it's funny because it's like you know you get you know like i don't want to say i'm used to this type of shit but you know you kind of just it just, it just, it is what it is. Yeah. And so, like, so my neighbor, my, one of my neighbors, he's actually has cameras set up. He said he was inside of his house watching the cameras. The pedophiles, right? No, no not the petties. Oh, okay. uh, the another dude, the Spanish guy that works in my car. Okay. He, uh, he basically said he was in the window. He said he was in the window, just like not in the window. Uh, he was in the, on his cameras, just basically just. You know, watching the cameras and just seeing everything like it was TV. He's like, yeah, I had my popcorn. It was being <laughs> stupid. And the thing is, though, his daughter was actually, his daughter was in the bathtub. And when she heard the bang on the door, she got up and just left. Like, yeah. she got up and just, like, was running around. She slipped and fell and cut her head. Cause oh, she was no. She was so scared because she didn't know what was going on because yeah, this yeah. was, like, right next door. And he's been wanting to get rid of this dude. And I was, he's been wanting for a while now because he's he basically... Dude, he just says stuff like, you know, he wants like a certain parking spot and a place to park his vessel, and <laughs> so like he got upset about oh, that. And I, and I looked at him, and was like, "Yo, man, it's like, dude, I, I knew you wanted to get rid of homes, but I didn't think he was gonna go, you know, go all out." And this is the thing too, but that's the and that's the thing. The reason why he got caught out because the people that was down with the stable, which is a lot of guys who stand in the front, mm-hmm. they all snitched on him. So Damn. yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what he had on them specifically, but this is what the reason why they figured out what was going on. They went in, 
like he apparently I guess he had like a 38 special yeah and I guess he sold it to somebody 15 mm -hmm. minutes before they actually came and banged the doors there mm -hmm. wow so yeah. yeah so what happened was he sold this gun I guess to probably somebody to, to someone like I don't know to an undercover or sold it to like a dude he knows and the guy he mm -hmm. sold it to narked on him because so basically his people was kind of snitched on him so i guess those stop snitching t-shirts didn't work that oh much. man listen when you get that pressure point you don't nobody <laughs> no, go man i'll go fuck with anybody says yeah <laughs> listen man the t-shirt when that t-shirt is being worn by somebody who's being talked to by a fucking federal <laughs> agent <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like who gives a shit yeah. you know when that dude's being talked to he's got the stop snitching shirt and the guy's saying Shit to him, mm -hmm. he's like, mm. he's gonna say, start yeah. singing. That's what it is. Let me, uh, it's like, let me turn my shirt around. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like you got a vest, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and like, dude, these guys are so quick to fucking. Those guys are so quick to snitch on each other, man. It's ridiculous. People yeah. think the code of the streets still exists. Most of these dudes don't give a fuck once the pressure's put on mm -hmm. them. So what happened was they came in, they found out about it. They came in. So what they did was they put flash bombs into the house. So they yeah. knocked. So they kicked both doors in the front and the back door. They kicked both of those doors and threw flash bombs on the fucking ground. They've actually ruined the tile in the bat in the in the in the in the in the, in the kitchen. But they ruined the door too. Oh no, the doors are fucked. The doors were on yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. actually, doors were on the street. They ruined like yo. They ransacked this house. There was a lot of shit that was on the street that got thrown away this morning. Yes. So they're like, yo, this whole house got basically got fucked up. And come to find out, he bounded out that same night. So he's yeah. So he he. He's but the thing the is, run, yeah, well, he's not on the run. I think what happened was he only had they didn't get just they didn't get as much as what they thought he did because yeah. apparently in the drug game there's a certain time of the month where guys start to re up and it's normally at the beginning of the month. So at the end of the month you kind of have a low, you have like low supply. stock, yeah, yeah low yeah. supply. So he really didn't have much on him. So he had a couple bundles of some things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It, I mean, his bond wasn't that expensive. It was like twenty five hundred. Yeah. So he bonded out. Oh, and I thought you said he bounded out. Like no, he, he fucking not. took off. No, 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 no. He bound, he bonded out. Oh, okay. And then he was basically back home the same night. And they okay. they wouldn't let my my neighbor. They wouldn't let him get out of his house for about an hour, maybe like almost two hours. Yeah. And they were sitting out there for at least three. Yeah. And it was crazy because yeah. one of these neighbors down the street was talking to one of the guys. It's, you know, like you always get that crazy, that crazy. Well, that that little not that not crazy, but she's kind of like a crazy eccentric person that lives in your neighborhood mm -hmm. that talks a fucking lot and is always like gossiping and spreads everything you know mm -hmm. just that, that's what this one person was doing and she was like talking to these dudes so these guys that came in yeah, right they had like m4s they had like they were like like I, I i compared it to this like you know when you guys play grand theft auto and you know when the uh the militia or the or the army starts come looking for you. That's basically what happened. Yeah, he, five stars. He basically he had five stars. <laughs> like so, this dude had, did he run over an old lady? Before yeah, that or oh, something dude. I mean, that? yeah, and then like right when he thought he all the stars went away, yeah. he hit someone with the car, and then boom. One of dude, those one of those hookers he beat up and took he, the money back from went to and the cops. It, he was nowhere near a pain spray, so it really it really fucked him up. But so yeah, man, and like it was crazy. So like even now this morning, I heard him arguing. Oh yeah. Like his wife was fucking giving him. So it was stop. Just, yeah. Selling drugs. It was like, it, but it was all in Spanish. So it was like, okay. it was like, stop selling drugs in Spanish. You know, it was, it was fucking crazy. So yeah, that's the way it was, man. Like when I come to find out about everything that happened. So this dude's been doing it for a minute. Come to find out, he's a big time drug dealer and also has guns and shit like yeah. that, man. Oh, so yeah, so the last gun he had in his house, I guess he sold, and that's when everybody, that's that's when all that shit went down. Yeah. 
bet he wishes he didn't sell that gun. Oh, man. I mean, who knows? It was on to him anyways. You know, yeah. I mean, considering the fact that they've been watching this area for about a fucking month now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, it's the just... The entire it, month of October. Yeah, man. I do think it's like, it's just fucking crazy, man, when you think about, like, the shit that that people live through, man. Like, yeah. you, like for me, it sucks because I don't want to say just another day in the neighborhood because it shouldn't be that way because we've had these conversations before, but... It's, I don't know, it's, it was one of those things where you, you ask yourself, man, like, is it worth it? You know, I mean... Well, at least this scary-ass shit happened right around Halloween time. Right. Perfect well, timing. I know? mean, I was, I was sort of shook up because of the first... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I was mainly... It's, I, I don't even say I was shook up. I was like, you get serious because you know something's going to go down. Right. So the first thing that popped in my head Protect was just, yeah, it's actually getting Brooklyn away from the, getting turned to furthest room of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. so. I mean, dude, I was there, but, you know, I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Yeah, and you I, know. That was my concern as well, making sure that these two got out of the, there, out of the bedroom, uh, Brooklyn's bedroom and out of the living room and get behind some more walls and yeah, stuff. And, exactly. And then the second concern was we gotta record this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Like and then I jumped on the couch and lied down. Like a like a fucking like a fucking um, head case patient, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it was it was it was um. It, you went it, TMZ on this motherfucker. Yeah, it was the last straw, man. Yeah. It really yeah. was. It and really was the last here. straw. You're out of here, dude. Yeah, I found my I found a little space now, but I, I went out there yesterday, found a space up in the city, so. Mm-hmm. Everything is cool, but I was like, I don't know. It just you get to a point where you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired, man. You really do, you know. Like yeah. you don't really want to, like I don't know. You just, you know, you just don't want to be a part of that shit no more, yeah, man. Yeah. It's really it's just it's a fucking sucks, man. Like, cause it's like you get angry about it for so for like I don't know. You get angry about it, you yell, you you scream about it in your head, and then. You know, you think about it like, holy shit, man. I really do live in a questionable neighborhood, man. And that's not even trying to be funny. That's right. just being honest. Even more questionable than you thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah. But the good the good thing is, you know, you're going to be in, in New York City. And then uh, Erica and Brooklyn are, are, are going to... Well, I'm not going to say where they're going to be staying. But they're going to be in a good place where they're safe for a while. And then they're going to yeah, come join a, you for a while as then, soon as they the, can. The more guys going to shoot that shit up, yo. <laughs> I have got, well, hold on. Knock on this wood here. You know. um, and, and, and you're all going to be in, in uh, you know, better situations very, very soon. Try to get this, try to get these hoes. Yeah, get the hoes. Nega. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say that word. Get, um, <laughs> get the hose in order. Get them in line. Yeah, man. But it's just like, I, I think about it, man. I really, I really think about like, like, I don't know, man. Like, anyone who listens to this podcast, especially Wichita, Kansas, man, there's a lot of downloads in Kansas. Go Royals, first and foremost. Oh, no. Go fucking uh. Royals. And the reason why I say that, because we do get a lot of downloads in New York. So go go Mets, go too. Mets, yeah. Go Mets and go Royals. I hope, I hope nobody wins. I hope they both, yeah, <laughs> like, just share the trophy. Yeah, just like... Why can't we just have peace, you know? Yeah, just why like... Why does it always have to be a war? Or the field blows up or some shit. Sure. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. in, you know... But, well, I mean, if New York City, uh, most except for wherever you're staying, uh, sunk into the earth, I don't think anyone would miss it. No, no, right? no, no. I mean, shit. I mean, it's a, t- it's a terrible cesspool of disease and crime. 
Uh, and they, they just make the worst sports teams yeah. in the world. Well, this is the best time for sports, too, because, like, in yeah. October, September, October is some of the best times. You got baseball getting into the stretch run, getting into the playoffs. Yeah, I'm just kidding, everybody. Yeah, you got... Thank you, New York listeners. Yeah, exactly, New York listeners. I, I, you got the first week of the NBA, which is always great. I'm more of a basketball fan than I am a basketball, um, football fan because yeah. I'm not watching guys kill each other. Right, um, yeah. You got, you know, You're not you, watching concussions take place. Yeah, you know, and then you got the NFL getting in there you know st- I mean doing this thing so you like you got all these three and then you got hockey so you got all the four major sports like sort of playing around at the same time college football guys are really into um, college basketball starts up soon and we mentioned but, baseball this is the best time of the year for baseball period yeah pretty much man and the game was interesting I was actually watching it man yeah. I'm actually pulling for the Royals honestly because they went they were there last year they got close to it and I think you know it'd be good for them to get a good just to get a win and bring something back to the state of um Kansas. Actually, actually, you know what? Because they, oh, so it's Kansas and Missouri. They're like because Kansas City is basically on that same line, right? Can't I think the Kansas City Royals are actually in Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Because there's two Kansas cities, right? There's one in Missouri. There's one in Kansas. And, it's and like, they're literally across like from yeah, each other. Yeah, and they're like it's just like one. It's like a city that stretches in between two states, right? Well, technically, it's two cities. Like, two cities. Oh, it's technically two cities. Yeah. Oh, okay, I could be wrong. You know, I mean, dude, which time? I, think, I think they border each other. I yeah. Think. I'm going. I'm going more local, and I have two reasons for that. Obviously, the first one I just stated, um, and also the, the well, three reasons because yeah. they're in New York and they're not the Yankees. Right. So I'm okay with that. Well, the Kansas City um, Royals, yeah, they're they're in Kansas. Yeah, they're in they're in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, he's looking at the map right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. So yeah, they're in yeah. So they're out there in Missouri. And then um, and then the other reason is I was I was originally rooting for the Cubs oh, because. So I am I'm what you would call, and I, I have to credit um, Tom Sullivan of Lateral Moves for this because it's the first play, first place I uh, saw this phrase written, but I am what you would call a back-to-the-future truther. So I was hoping that the Cubs would win because in Back to the Future you, 2... You're bringing up that podcast again, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, gotta look, give credit where it's due. Yeah, fuck the credit, man. Just, <laughs> just say you heard it from somebody. I, just not, keep it that way. I don't want to be... I don't want them to come back and be like, who stole this from us too? Who gives a shit, man? man they whatever, like, man. They anyway. sit in the room somewhere, man. <laughs> like, just like we do. Listen, <laughs> I, got, I got the balls now because I don't give a fuck about going on their podcast no more. Okay. Much love to you guys, but you know I'm still kind of upset about that lateral move yes, junior line. <laughs> Upset. Yeah, you know, say we sna- Yeah, say now you go go ahead and just be all like, oh, you know, gotta be careful what we say. I'm not being careful. Nah, nah. I'm not being responsible. Fuck responsibility. <laughs> I'm no, I'm no junior to their fucking cause. I you know agree what I'm with you. I'm, I'm an original. Said, I never said go, that. You know what I'm saying? With all due respect, they go fuck themselves with that line. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, basically, I just severed a whole fucking relationship okay. just now, which is okay because so, these niggas don't pay my bills. You know what I mean? I listen. I have I have no intention of going on that show. I I did. I did at one point. I, really I did, did too. I'm, what I'm saying is, I I I don't have any design. On okay, good. It. If they asked me, yeah. I'd consider it. But I'm I'm not yeah. saying like oh, this, I want to keep the kinds of communication open, after, so maybe after, we can get on the show and make something of ourselves. I don't. No. That's not what I think. After this outburst, I don't think they're ever going to listen to this fucking <laughs> podcast again. And personally, you know, I mean, look, I don't, you know. <laughs> Gives a fuck, you know what I mean? Because the true colors come out. I've been holding this shit in for months, nigga. I've been holding this shit. And also, uh, apologies to my mother for having to listen to all this filth come out of my mouth. Uh, Does your mom? I thought she doesn't listen to. Nah, I thought she didn't listen to the shit either. But she she started to the other day. Oh, when 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 uh, there was a fucking 
literal no, incident no. outside your door. No, I don't know what the fuck she was doing. She was sort of like, she was more or less uh, just chilling the cut. And I guess she started listening to it. Yeah. And it's funny because we were t- sharing some stories. She said she saw a man, she saw another man shoot another man in front of me and her yep. when I was like a year old. Oh. Dude had a twenty-two caliber, twenty-two, a little twenty-two and just twenty-two caliber pistol and tried to shoot at the dude yeah. and kept missing. Another How t- close was he? Oh man, the guy actually fell to her feet. But he, she, he, the guy got him. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. I don't think he even hit him. My, my wow. mom was saying. So the guy fell at our feet. Yeah. She picks him up and just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And she yeah. starts running. Oh my god. And then the guy's shooting at him, and he's like just missing. Like he has horrible, horrible aim. Okay. I don't know if the guy ever died. Okay. But I mean, those like those are the things that my mom was around, that I was around at a young age. So violence. Yeah. And there was another time where a guy was trying to chase another dude with a machete. Yeah. And the guy was waving the machete at this other dude. It was a Spanish guy waving the machete at a, at a black dude. And the guy, the black guy, runs and hides behind me and my mom. And then the dude with the machete, he just stops. Yeah. He's well, like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Thank you know God the guy with the machete had enough sense. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, but that's, what, that, that's exactly what my mother said. And this is the yeah. cool thing, too. Like, after all that shit was done, my mother cursed him out, cursed the guy out that was hiding behind us. Yeah. And uh, cursed him out. She never talked to him again. And like then, you. Yep. yeah, basically, and then the guy with the machete apologized to my mother. I'm sorry about all this machete stuff. <laughs> yeah, like she just, you know, things got a little heated. Yeah, and, man. Uh, kind of lost my head for a second there, almost you made know, someone else lose their head. You know, like, and it's funny because one of her cousins that I never got the chance to meet, he was one of those, I think from the story she told me, is like he's one of those dudes, just like, I guess he was messing around with someone, someone's girlfriend. I can't remember, I could be wrong. My mother probably ended up yeah. like, Fix, you know, giving me the proper information. Would, would you ever have your mother on the show? Maybe, maybe, but you know, because my mom is interesting. She's fucking nuts. <laughs> my mom's a very interesting woman, and it's funny because our relationship is, is is almost we're almost like brother and sister like. But obviously, she's my mom, so I respect her. Yeah. But we have a very good relationship. She'll just let me yak for yeah. hours, just yak. It's like, all right, mm-hmm, you know, just listen. She'll be listening to like, you know, she'll be playing music in her head like I do. <laughs> You know, but I mean, no, we just, it's crazy, like, the shit we were exposed to when I was younger, man. Okay. And it's funny, that guy that hit behind her ended up doing a bid because he ended up molesting his nieces. If only that machete guy had gotten to him I'm first. Tell, this, is, Lou, man, like, this is the type of shit that I be telling you, like, listen, the shit that gets me is the fact that you got people that do crazy shit like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's fucked up is wrong. I think about it. If anyone tried to do that shit with Brooke, man, I, ah, man, I wouldn't be around today, man. Mm-hmm. But then you think about it, like you know, shit like that has been going on since the day for for very obvious forever. But I mean, I look, I was young at the exposure to it. I mean, granted, I wasn't old enough to remember it, but even when I got older, I still remember them. I remember when I was younger, and when, I remember when that New Jack City came out, and we all wanted to be drug dealers. And and I remember wanting to be like the drug dealers in my neighborhood because they were always the guys with money. Mm-hmm. They were the guys playing basketball on the back yeah, with their that's, gold that's trains. That's the fucking problem. Yeah, right? but the thing is, when you, but when you're that age, you don't know. All right, you know of course, is, yeah. All you know is one of these drug dealers it's, coming up hitting you off with ten dollars just for standing there. See, it's, yeah, it's a relative experience. <laughs> yeah. to, to you when you're in that sort of environment. And I was yeah. I was kind of actually talking a little bit about that sort of thing with my mom today. I went yeah. to to visit her for a couple hours, and we ended up getting into a long conversation about all kinds of different stuff but um but one of the things um that came up was you know and and obviously it has to do with with culture and race and everything but it's like sometimes people complain about oh you're taking advantage of the welfare system and this and that and i'm like well you got to understand that 
first of all, they're not the real boogeyman. Anyone that's on Facebook that's complaining, like, the, with the majority, of, if the majority of their posts are about, well, I, you know, I have to work to pay for your welfare and all that other horse shit, they try to come up with their cute, clever ways, of, uh, different ways of saying it. And right. Um, they, you know, they're, they're basically feeding into this whole, <clears throat> what do you call it, misdirection that conservatives and, and, and corporations uh, want you to focus on in order to take uh, attention away from the real problem, which is where the real money is going and where, you know, where it's coming from and everything. Right. But um, anyway, so what I said uh, about that whole concept, though, about, like, oh, taking advantage of welfare and stuff like that, is that, like, you got to understand is that it came from somewhere first. Yeah. It came from the mistreatment of an entire culture and to the point where they didn't have the opportunities that another culture maybe had and were, were never given them. And then eventually we're, give, we're given some of those opportunities, but it became a matter of uh, maybe like, like a, a sense of bitterness, like, well, fine, you know, you, we're, we're not getting these opportunities. Okay, I'll take advantage of this. And then it, came, it turned from there into, well, that's just what you do. It, it's not even necessarily bitter anymore. I don't want to say, maybe bitter is the wrong word to use, but, but, but like a sense of like, the hell with it, you know. Screw you. You held me down for so long. Um, I'm just gonna, just gonna take advantage of this. And they mm. wouldn't, they wouldn't think of it that way. But, but yeah. <clears throat> but it became nowadays. It's like, well, that's just what's to be done. If you can do it, do it. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm is it is it excellent behavior? No. But do I blame them, the people that are involved in that sort of thing, for that behavior? No, because it's it's. The fault of society. I'll tell you what, man. I was on welfare just recently. Surprise, everybody. There you go. Yeah. I mean, like, if you, if you think about it, does that make me less of a less of an individual? And because like, there was a time we act, we needed it, you know, because well, like yeah. food is expensive as hell. Exactly. But, but by no means are we the type of people that takes advantage of it. No, we just need not it. Not everybody that, does. Yeah. Well, we need it in that specific moment because, dude, it's hard out there on the streets when yeah. you got two when you got two parents working two part time jobs, meaning myself and. You know, the person I'll be around with a lot, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, which for us is like, you know, we did, we had to do to try to make ends meet. And even then, it's still right. rough, man. Right, like, right. even then, since we, we got cut off, like, the thing is about the state buildings, man, these people, they'll cut you off with having the slightest, mm -hmm. the slightest freaking, um, like, imperfection in your, in your, in your, um, in your application. They'll cut you so fast. Right, They'll cut you faster than, like, yeah. getting the application process going takes fucking weeks. Right. But then once you have that slightest bit of information, like, not in their favor or just not some, even if they mess up on a social security number, which, which, that's on their part. Yeah. They fuck that up fast. And the thing is, they'll just, and they'll cut you, and it takes a while for you to get it back again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're dismissive. They look at you at like numbers. They don't treat you as fucking human beings. They just, they all have that same tone where they just right. have all these attitudes. And you got people coming from different situations, sure. man, that are struggling. And look, they're, look some, some of these people are proud to say, yeah, I do this shit, whatever, whatever. They, get, they live off their state money. Um, but there's some people, man, that are very proud people that take this, that, that get this state aid, man. Yeah. And, you know, they do it because they got to, fight for their families man. i think i think the majority of people who are on state aid are well-meaning people i think i think that the problem yeah. is there are enough people that don't that aren't like that that are flaunting it and everything and the, and, and really the real problem is the people who actually have all the real money mm -hmm. want you to focus on this bullshit to be like oh see you know you're working hard to pay for them and it's like well guess what 
you're not working just as much as maybe they're not working, but mm-hmm. you're getting paid way fucking more because you ha- you ha- you're named this or you, you know, inherited this or <laughs> Nick's game is not yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But but when, and when I, I guess the reason I brought that up was because you were talking about like <clears throat> wanting to emulate uh, drug dealers, and I you know they're not the same thing obviously, but the drug dealing culture seems to have come from a similar place where it's like well we got to find a way to get up and that's and that's one of the quickest easiest ways to do it. Yeah, but when you're surrounded by poverty, man, yeah, that's like the thing. We, You'll try anything. Yeah, like like what I've been around to a certain extent, you got you you get that idea of like. You know what you do? You do the the easiest thing for you. Yeah. Not everyone can get a good job, man. Right. Not everybody can get like something that's. I don't want to say like white people, just well-to-do folk in general. Yeah. Now some people now that like the funny thing is some of these quote-unquote Uncle Toms say, "Why don't you get a job, nigga? I got a job." Not everyone gets an opportunity to do something. Like I'll share a story with you. Like when I was younger, living in the projects in the Melikowski Circle, I remember like there was this one family that I was I was friends with. Um, I was friends with their. Uh, this woman, um, I was friends with her two boys, and she had so she had three boys and a, and a daughter, and the three boy, the two boys and a the daughter, they're 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 questionable people, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, and I remember the oldest, the oldest, um, I remember him being more being a lot smarter than that. Yeah. And I don't know what it was, and I always looked up to him because I knew he was different than ever, the rest of them. And right. I remember, and I told this to my mom today. Actually, I just remember watching him one day, just like up and leaving. Yeah. And I guess he joined the military. Right. And ever since he joined the military, like, he was gone. He was out of the projects. That mm-hmm. was it. I've never, I mean, I haven't seen him or heard from him since. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I wish I could find him because that inspired me. Yeah. I mean, I was like nine, ten years old. So I got out of the projects, like, right around that time where the drug dealers start recruiting you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They'll get mm-hmm. you young. They'll get you at, like, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. They'll get you yeah. young. Yeah. And what they'll do is they'll get you in... And, you know, they'll groom you in, they'll give you a couple dollars here and there, they might buy you a pair of kicks because they can do it. And what they do is they gain your trust. And then once they gain your trust, they show you how the game works. You know, they'll show you how that works or how the pimp game works. And they'll show you how that the drug game and the pimp game works. And that's how they get you in. Yeah. And so I left right before that happened. And, you know, for me, but even then, I never was really into it. Like when New Jack City came out, yeah, it was just a little bags of grass and put them in little dime bags that we found on the ground because we thought that shit was cool <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean because yeah. we just we thought it was funny and after that like we luckily I got out of that but I remember seeing him just like you know I remember seeing I, his name is Michael so I remember seeing Michael like I just remember watching him just I just always remember him like always had his head up and I just remember him just like always doing his thing in school like even though I was like nine, ten years old at the time I figured I just like I figured him out, you know. Like I, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing him and just like he was like the first dude that kind of inspired me. That wasn't like a comedian or something like that, or my mother, you know. And uh, so I remember like watching him, just just remember watching him, and then I just remember him watching him get out of the hood, man. And and it was crazy because, like, you never see guys like that get out, you know. Like you just like you actually I I like I I physically, legitimately saw someone right get out. <clears throat> Right, you know, and his way to get out was the military, and By for me, any means necessary. pretty much, man. And I, I, I hope he's doing well, man. And then you see the rest of his family, you know, it's just like you, you beg to wonder, like, what the fuck happened? 
You know what I'm saying? And so for me at that early age, man, that's when I noticed that I could be different, <coughs> yeah. you know, than everybody else. And so like Michael, man, I mean, that dude, I hope he's doing well, man, because it's, it's dudes like him that let me know that, yo, you don't have to mm -hmm. do the shit that's being done around you. You know what I'm saying? You can, well, I don't want to say, I mean, a while back, the, this phrase was used a long time ago with uh, between you and our old friend uh, Francisco about how you guys bucked the trend. And it kind of sucks that it, you know, you have to even say like it's a trend or anything. But yeah, I guess that's... Dude, my father has an eighth grade education. My mother dropped out of high school when I was born. She went back and got her GED around when I was like 15 years old, maybe a little younger. She, um, she ended up becoming an LPN. And now she's, she, I think she wants to go back to school to possibly do an RN. Mm -hmm. I remember, I mean, she's probably listening to this too. I remember watching her when she first, before she even had a job living in the project. Then she got a job working for Airmark as a, um, as a waitress. And then, and then she went up from doing that to doing other jobs and then eventually getting to CNA work and going from CNA to moving up the ranks. And now she's a fucking monster yeah. when it comes to like doing her job. And that's like her confidence she has in her job makes me have confidence in what I do as a comedian. You know, like, especially working at the stand. Man, I love working there, but, you know, for me, it's just like, as I'm working there, you know, I feel like I could do so much better than what I, in the position I'm in because I know what I can do. More, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, like, when I think of myself on stage, man, I'm a fucking god, yo. And I think about it that way because it's like, yo, I go from being a fucking godlike figure in a sense... And that's only because of my confidence. I because go you're directing an audience. Yeah. I go, you go from having everyone tell you how good you are at something to the next day being yeah. on the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You know, and those two realities the are true. barrel. Yeah, well, whichever <laughs> barrel, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. But it's sort of the truth, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you, you, and then the confidence my mother has is giving me confidence in my work. That's why I'm leaving the way I'm leaving. <laughs> but I remember watching my mother go from being on state, being on welfare, all that shit. Yeah. I remember getting the food stamps dollars. I remember walking to the store and buying a five cent something so you can get 95 cent back and change <laughs> because they used to actually give you currency back yeah. when you did it because it was considered money back then. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I remember doing all that, man. And then I remember like getting all the government cheese, the big ass block of fucking. I actually got that too. Yeah, I remember mm -hmm. getting all that shit, man. And I, I think someone, I, I think most people who come from New Britain or come from that type of urban background have been through some shit like that. Yeah. But you don't let it define you. You let it help build your character. Right. You know, and you think about what you can do going forward, man. Well, that I like to think that <clears throat> any kind of diversity that you experience, and, 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 you know, that stuff is ultimately, or not diversity, excuse me, adversity. Yeah. Any kind of adversity you experience is, is, is the thing that can whittle away anything that you started out with that was negative so mm. it, it, it can you know shape you and create the, the good character in you and sometimes mm. unfortunately you know some of that stuff for certain people can cut away the good stuff instead of the negative stuff right but i think for most people hopefully it it, it whittles whittles off the just the bad stuff that, that could be there that could grow right what up what woman brooke what you know, and it's and and it's funny. Go ahead, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I think I was finished. Huh? Okay, it does, and it's not, and it's not the adversity like like millionaire fucking football players go through trying to 
fucking when the football came down by fourteen that's points in the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? That not that, I hate when that's I hate when those game. Yeah, I hate when fucking those guys say that shit. Hey E. Yeah. You check on Brooke. So yeah, you know, like um just like for me it's just like that's the shit that gets me. Yeah. You know, like sort of like hearing that shit and the struggle, you know, and like, well, yeah, you know, that's not a, the struggle. The struggle yeah, is <laughs> hot dogs on white bread. Yeah. That's or, the struggle. Or Bar choosing, ass hot dogs. Or choosing between, you know, whether or not if you want to put some water and whatever it is so you can get enough mustard so you can put on that hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or having to you dirty up another knife yeah. just to get the ketchup out of that. I mean, but those struggles, but it's all. But when you think about struggle and adversity, it almost sounds like it's a relative term. You know, a lot of some of these guys that are coming with these millionaires, man, they came from poverty. You know, we talked about LeBron James on from the past few episodes. Yeah. You know, so it's like that, man. I look at the people here at this Oklahoma City Thunder <clears throat> game, man. Yeah, the majority of people are white, and these fucking people paying thousands of dollars, you know, know, for this, you know, to watch this, uh, yeah. to watch this basketball game, which is more power to them. I mean, they probably busted their ass to get that money. The reason why I bring it up is because I would love to be able to have that opportunity to sit courtside at a basketball game, knowing what I came from, you know. Well, look, once you're eventually, inevitably, friends with Spike Lee. Yeah. That's gonna happen. You'll oh, be, but you'll it's hard to get them. No, it's hard to get those course side tickets. Yeah, but you know, it's just like I don't know, man. We've been less funny lately because yes. that's how we rolled dog. Uh, and we'll have once you get into saying those. Speak two. for yourself, bro. I'm on fucking fire over here. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, we're all man. You're trying to do, man. Just go <laughs> do shit. The only thing is about the listen. One thing, man. I'm learning slowly. Is being financially responsible. You know, uh-huh. taking care, not not living within your means. Understanding that you can and can't do things, which is obviously another way of saying living within your means, and just being smart, just being totally smart with your money, being mm-hmm. totally smart mm-hmm. with how you handle your credit, making sure your eyes aren't bigger than your bank account is. Pretty much, yeah. man, and like you, and that's the thing that people like for myself personally have struggled with trying to figure out how that fucking shit works, man. We talked last week about not writing checks that your ass can't cash. Well, mm-hmm. don't write any checks that your literal bank account <laughs> cannot can't cash. cash, man, because that $35 fees is fucking Fuck pain in the ass, man. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, 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 you know, mm-hmm. a week's worth of groceries. Right yeah, there. man, man. Bank <laughs> of the devil will fucking fuck your whole shit up, man. It's just, it's crazy, man. Like, it really, really is. And you see the people, like I mentioned last time, man, the guy from the back, yo. All he knows is fucking, all he knows is strife and struggle. He even puts himself in the box and say, man, we're Puerto Rican. We're not supposed to have iPhones. We're not supposed to have S6s and all this shit. It's like, who the fuck says shit like that? Yeah. Well, what about, you know, I should have made, I should have dated a white guy, you know? Um, I should have, you know, I'm waiting on my naked juice. I mean, there's so many things that inspire me to continue to write. Like, you know, the guy, like the, like the, like the other day, man, like there's this dude, like this is the shit that that gets me it's like look you can do what you do i dropped brooke off at school one day and there's this dude he, he had a um, hatchback a honda hatchback and because i had this joke mm-hmm. about um like you know you know you're in the projects or in the hood or like just about puerto rican people and like you know you know there's a, like there's a dude in my neighborhood and he's a spanish guy 
and they, like Puerto Rican people do things that other people don't do. Like they'll put Lamborghini doors on a car that's not a Lamborghini. <laughs> you know, I saw this dude put like Lamborghini doors on a 1994 Honda Accord, which is crazy because it's a four door sedan. So you got the it's crazy because the first two doors were Lamborghini, yeah. <laughs> but the back two doors were Hondas. You know? So it's like, how do you even do that? And I found out the guy who does that. And not just the guy that I was like, you know, when I first moved back from Connecticut, to Connecticut, there was a dude, he was blasting his music, man. He had, he had, this, he had this Honda hatchback and he called it the, the, the Incredible Hulk. He painted it all green. He had a bunch of decals on it that said Incredible Hulk, so I'll let you know that it was Incredible Hulk. And, <laughs> and so he had all this shit in there, right? So mm -hmm. it is, and, the, and the crazy thing is, it's like he was blasting his music in a school area. Like, dude, you're in a, like, come on, man. Hmm. Like, like, listen, I, like, it, he was blasting music so heavy. I was like, man, since when was I dropping my kid off to the club, man? <laughs> it's like, I didn't know I was going into Van Dome, which is yeah. a club in New Haven, <laughs> you know, or, or Bar With No Name, which is a bar that doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. But it's just, it's crazy because, like, this dude was blasting his music, yeah. and it, in his mind, that was the right thing for right. him In to do. In his mind, everybody wants to hear that music. Who yeah. could not want to hear this music yeah, yeah, at, at 8 in the morning? Exactly. And not to know less than the get school Get hyped, zone. everybody. School yeah. is about to start, and like, I want you all awake. Like, don't get me wrong, man. I was kind of amped. <laughs> like, 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 don't get me wrong. I was like, this nigga knows what he's doing. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? And, and kids going to yeah. the classroom. With all right. Let's see this lesson plan and fucking do it. Yeah, man, I saw this one girl, this little girl, she was eight years old, pop locking. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Twerking and shit. No, it was weird, man. And I just, but that in his mind, that was the right thing for him to do. He's like one of those dudes that like when he's bored and shit, he'll get out of his car, he'll open the door up mad slow so you can see the door open and shit, so you can see everything yeah. that's inside of his car. He'll go to the back where the trunk is and just like take a while for him to open up the trunk. Knowing that he knows how to put the key in, but it's just taking him a little bit. He opens up the back seat, the back trunk, or whatever. The thing that opens up the trunk just does it real slow. Yep. So everybody knows it's him. Yep. And I'm watching because I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, and he pulls it up, and he's just like, you know, everything's all slow and methodical, and yeah. because he's cool as shit, and he's waiting for his girl to with his kid or whatever, or his step kid yeah. to come back after they drop him off. He gets a rag, and he starts cleaning his rims. So we're just not listen for us. We're nothing but a bunch of people cleaning our rims, man. Because <laughs> like, that's what it feels like to me. Because that to him is important, you know. Mm -hmm. And that and and it's okay. I mean, look, we all want to have nice shit, but when you think about it, like what's really important, man? Like I got this iPhone 6s Plus. This shit could be gone to fucking tomorrow. Yeah. And you know what? It'd be all right because I'll get another phone or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It may not be nice and as good as this one. Mm -hmm. But it's whatever. To get what you need. Right, dude, I lost my car. Yeah. I have my family rally around me. Now you got a skateboard. Yeah, and it's the truth. I got one of those little sick one little joints that yeah. without it. But you know, right. then you feel like it's just like you realize when like when shit hits the fan how important shit is. Like when I see people at the stand lose their fucking minds over their phones, it's like, yo, it's a fucking phone. You drove here. Yeah, yo, listen, that's exactly what I said. You, yo, you got in a car and came all the way out here to complain. Yeah. And now that you're yeah. done complaining, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get back in that car again. Mm -hmm. And you're going to drive back to wherever you came like, from. Think about that for a moment. Yeah. You live 10 miles away. And yeah. It took you 10 minutes yeah. to get here. And the neighborhood that you live in, you know everybody's name and everybody's nice. And, they know, and then by 8 o'clock, people are shutting shit down. Yeah. Nobody, you know, and that's the thing. It's like it's a relative thing, man. Like, I would love to be able to put 
people in this neighborhood, man, let them know what's good. Like, when I told my manager one day, man, like, I don't even know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. I, like, and I meant that shit. Because yeah. who knows if something would have popped off there if the guy actually had some weapons in his house. He could have turned that whole fucking situation into a shootout. Yeah. You know? And, but, like, you know, I mean, granted, I hate doing the what-ifs, but, you you know, sometimes it's like, fuck, you think about that. Yeah. And I was in New York City yesterday with my buddy, and we were saying to each other, like, shit, it's safer to live in New York than it is in freaking, yeah. you know, Springfield and fucking Hartford and New Haven. Mm. You know, it's like these places vibe for the first murder to yeah. take place. I'm dead serious. <clears throat> and they take pride in that shit. It's like, hey, we're going to be on the news. Yeah, because they like, because they take pride in that. Don't come to this fucking place shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that was, and look, that's why I said, yo, gentrification ain't a bad thing, man. That's why, <laughs> that's why I, 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 I'm starting to shy away from the whole hard-hitting New Britain thing, like... Because, you know, I, I get that it means, like, oh, we're tough or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you know what else? You know what, what toughness comes from? Situations where you have to be tough. Like, you know, almost getting killed or fights and shit like right. that. You know? Like, that's... I don't know. It's it's weird. It, New Britain has, has a very strange reputation. You know, like, it's funny to me because... So, like, the, we had a, a, was it, Rich uh, Sear on the show a week or two ago, right? Yeah. And uh, and I made a joke at the expense of Waterbury before I knew that he was from Waterbury, right? Mm-hmm. And and then, like, somebody mentioned Bristol, and, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to take a shot at Bristol. Because those places have reputations for being, like, you know, kind of shitty and whack. <laughs> you know? But, like, you know, obviously I think, like, Bristol, I guess, is, is kind of making a comeback. Because apparently everybody in, in Connecticut is moving to Bristol. Oh, or, yeah. Or leaving the state altogether. Well, yeah, either but, way, either way. But no, they're, yeah, you're right, you're right. But it's weird, because like, I, I don't necessarily hear the same things about New Britain. Like, you, you, you kind of sometimes hear about, oh, you're from New Britain, huh? Oh, you mean New Britain? Yeah, you know, like that and, sort of thing. yeah, oh yeah. And, 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 but you don't hear, I, I feel like I don't hear it as much as, uh, maybe because I'm on the inside, but I don't hear it as much as like a place like Waterbury or Bristol. But I bet it does have that kind of a similar reputation even well, though we have plenty of like amazing awesome areas in new britain there's also some rough areas oh man like anyone that i know from the state out here because not too many people from out of state really know about new yeah, britain yeah, like right, that right, right. but they know of hartford yeah and they know of new haven yeah uh but new britain's sort of a lesser extent you know it's it's probably got a little rougher over the years but when i'm going around the state and i've traveled you know i've traveled many miles um, you know, just doing performing. I've been in like all four corners of the state. Yeah. You know, from like Putnam to Litchfield County, down over to Unkinsville or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. back down into Bridgeport, Stanford, doing gigs out there. So I've been in all four corners of the state. You know, even places like it, like you know, Canaan and shit like that yeah. that people don't even go into. And so, like, yeah, it's like why do they even name it? Yeah, no you know, it's like no one even goes in there. It's like there's people like I always tell people, man, like there's an idea I got for a joke, man. There's 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 different types of Connecticut, yeah. you know, like my Connecticut is different than your Connecticut, <laughs> and um, which is a funny idea, but it's like you know when you think about like I go in these areas and they all when I when I say I'm from New Britain. They like, oh shit, you from New Britain? Word, yeah. like I tell them, well, I'm, I live in Hartford, you know, but I'm yeah. from New Britain. I'm born and raised, and you know, they all like sort of get that, like, oh shit, you know, and they yeah. all know Capital Lunch. Yeah, 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 that's the two things. Yeah, uh, crime and, and, and Capital Lunch. lunch. Yeah. Like, so after you shoot somebody, get a little hungry. Yeah, yeah. You know, fill yourself you up with that, up an appetite with that secret sauce, and they don't take cards. But mm-hmm. and that place has been there for generations, man. And since the twenties. Oh yeah. 
So it's like, dude, let's just make this all about talking about Capital Lunch because yeah. I'm hungry now and I love Capital Lunch. Oh, man. Oh, I, I mean, I dude, I like Sahadi's Hotties too, man. I, play <clears> I only had friend. them once. They're fucking awesome. I plus I used to, I go there every time I'm around, man. Yeah, you know, but it's 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 weird like that, man. I mean. I don't know, like, this podcast has been getting real serious and deep lately because we're growing up as people, motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And plus, you know, I gotta stop saying the N-word and cursing because my mother listens to this shit now. <laughs> Which is very... Hey, Rob's mom, I I don't know if you remember me at all, but, like, no, she I never say the N-word, so yeah. please recognize that fact. Yeah, no, I'm not. So, uh, so, Jeff, he used to live on Wynola. Yeah. He used to live, like, down the street in the middle on Wynola. Yep. So like we that's where we're like on the, like on like on the same side of the street we used to hang out and play together all the time and then we left and shit where did we go we we ended up going to Columbus Boulevard right yeah that's where it was we went to Columbus Boulevard yeah. after that so, all right. so Rob's got a history of of walking out on me and just leaving me high and dry so yo listen <laughs> listen I'm used to that shit you know no 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 we always yeah. find each other anyway yeah yeah which is weird it's just funny you know like yes yeah, so my mom started listening to this shit which immediately put a damper on my funniness oh no. Because, like, I, I just yell and curse. I'm like a sailor, I suppose. No, nah, it, was, it was cool. When she said that she listened to it, she listened to the whole thing or whatever, I was like, that's fucking crazy. She, she got upset yeah. when I called her the blackest white woman I know. <laughs> that was and the whitest black. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was that the was, most recent episode. No, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she started laughing because when Brooklyn came in asking for cookies. <laughs> so, it's like, so it's like, you know. So I know my mom has listened to, like, a couple of them. I don't. I don't think she listens on a regular basis. I wouldn't listen but. to this shit on a regular basis, and I'm fucking in the shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know you don't. I do. I mean, I, you know, I may listen to it every now and then. I, yeah. I may listen to it like a good 15 minutes of it because I want to listen to what I'm saying. I mean, that's kind of funny. I, mean, and then I, yeah. I got to take notes. I'm going to start taking notes. Like, now that I'm going to have all this fucking free time on my hands, I'm going to start <laughs> taking fucking notes. And then you switch over to Dan Lepetard and... Yeah, Levitard, you know, Dan Levitard said something today that kind of caught me off guard. Did he really? Yeah. No, he, no, he said, no, Levitard is great. I think his show I, is great. The guy still got to the show. Everybody, take a, a shot. Rob mentioned Dan Levitard. Oh, no, see, you just take, listen, everyone take, everyone, everyone take their penises out because he might, Jeff might start sucking them if you talk about lateral fucking moves and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, but in all seriousness, like his father, man, the, the, Dan Levitard, he's a Miami, he writes for the Miami Herald, so he's a columnist first. So his, his, his he has great journalistic integrity so that's sort of his background that's who he is and what he does okay. and um, so he said like his father he basically put his father on which is, I think is crazy he basically made his father a star yeah. you know his father's the most funniest interesting character that's particularly on the show yeah. And he, but he's very but there's a language gap for him and Dan Levitar was surprised like I guess someone else on a different radio show was saying something about his dad saying that his father is fresh off the boat so he said yeah could you know, someone tell that dude before he gets himself in trouble that fresh off the boat is a racist term I'm like, is it? Like, is it fresh off the boat or racist term? And he said, he said, he's. I think it's derogatory. I mean, it probably is, but I mean, then like, if you're saying, but sometimes you can say, like, that's a thing that you can say in jest with somebody. Well, another thing, yes, okay you can, but it. also yeah. nobody takes a boat anymore, except if you're like coming as a refugee from like Cuba. Yeah, yeah, but even then, you know, and they've almost opened up doors back and forth, Starting almost. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then so even then, when I figured out, and it's funny because Malcolm X actually used to hang out with fucking Castro, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, but then another thing is like um, you had um, what was it? Um, I'm sorry, I lost well, my you said that You're saying someone said that that's a racist. Oh, yeah, because no, yeah, Levitar said that's racist. I was like, man, that's a little extreme saying that's racist. Yeah. Um, maybe to him it is because, you know, obviously his family comes from that particular, they come from Cuba. Like his, his father migrated from yeah. Cuba to here. So I can understand why that hits close to him. I get that. Yeah. I mean, but if anything, we could say we're fresh off the boat. 
You know what I'm saying? Because as a black man, we came here on a boat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I can almost, but again, it's more of a Latin yeah. term. That's I, more, I, yeah. I would say you don't want to downplay the uh, length of time that <laughs> occurred <laughs> when you guys got off the boat because, uh, yeah, that would that would be like saying slavery hasn't happened for a long time. It's yeah. only been a few years. Yeah, no but, big deal. yeah but then again, and, then again, and, and, again, and, and, it's, and, and, it's, and, it's like, like, you know, we, we're, we're all from boats. Yeah, and so I can understand, but he said the one thing that really, that wasn't the thing that caught me. One thing that caught me says in 2015, that he's surprised that people are still saying shit like that. It's like, really? You're surprised that people are fucking assholes to one another? Yeah. yeah like, really. dude, I was on a message thread. Message threads are fucking crazy. Talking about how Obama went to a basketball game. He went to the Cavs. He shut down the Cavs-Bulls game yesterday, right? Okay. Bulls won last night. And Obama was there at courtside chilling, doing his thing, having a good time, right? And then, you know, it's like, oh, man, this is cool. Obama was there. It's like, oh, yeah, it's cool because he sure as hell wasn't a good president. I'm like... Nigga, <laughs> like, can he just have yeah, yeah, a just, moment? Yeah, man. It's like yo, that's why it's like yo, and I put on there. It's like yo, let him have that. Yeah. Like you know, who's the worst president? Your mother, just yeah, being yeah. a jerk. And I don't, I don't ever receive the responses <laughs> back to it. I just respond and just keep it moving. Well, I've, I've been banned from these boards many times because I, I, I curse. Right. I, talk Her, shit to I mean, that guy's mother's uh, record as being president was basically a do-nothing president. I mean, yes, she didn't make any presidential decisions mm, whatsoever. No, uh, did she even get the Democratic or Republican nomination? At I don't. All? That's what I'm no. saying. Saying, like know. she's definitely the worst president of, of any times. of the people. Well, of any of the people that we've mentioned so far, mm -hmm. she's she's way worse of a president than Obama is. Duh. At least he got some shit done. She's done nothing so far. So Duh. the hell with that bitch. Yeah, oh, fuck. They, right. They, that motherfucker is that bitch is the <laughs> vanilla ice of presidents. Yeah, <laughs> she had a good run up in the beginning, but that was it. No, I just, I don't know, man. I, I thought it was kind of fucked up, man. Like, it's like, yo, let, yo motherfucker, have a moment, man. Like, yeah. and, they, and there was like a whole political threat after that. A lot that. of people are just like, well, shouldn't he be at the White House doing president work? It's like, is he supposed to do it while he sleeps, too? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. You know, because the thing is, man, I, I look at it something like that. Like, I, it's hard for me to question what the president is doing because, obviously, I, I, I look at it like this. Like, I, number one, I couldn't do that fucking job. Mm -hmm. That job looks like it's fucking hard, you know. Like obviously, yeah. not, no, obviously I couldn't because I'm, I'm I didn't go down the Harvard route. There's a and lot you of you weren't born in America. Either, yeah, you so know, yeah, exactly. I wasn't born out here either. But <laughs> dude, yeah, a lot of these people that yo, know, they're smart fucking guys, yeah. man. And there's a lot of pressure that comes with that fucking job. Not everybody can be Tom Brady and win four right. Super Bowls and all of a sudden he's the best thing ever. You know, like I mean, temper your expectations, people. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, not yeah. everyone who has to be in sports. You know, like everyone in sports has to be that dude, man. Like sometimes right. in politics, man, it's not easy. Now, there are a lot of corrupt fucking people in the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I look at it like, man, I, like I have no political thread or anything like that. But I, one thing I will tell you is, man, that's a hard fucking job. Mm -hmm. And I, I guarantee you, he probably gave it his best fucking shot, whether yeah. you think it was good or bad. But we're not a political-based show here. No. So for me, I'm not one of those guys that gets on my high horse, it gets on my soapbox and just say, hey, you man, can, gun yeah. control, I'm better than you, you know, all that other shit. It's you can crazy. see physically that it's a demanding and difficult Yo, his job. fucking He's hair is great. grayed out, yeah, man. It's Seven years ago, between when he was elected and now, mm -hmm. he's gone pretty much almost entirely gray at this point. Yeah, dude, think about the shit that this motherfucker yeah. knows that he can never tell people. All about the aliens and like, yeah, you know, who really did 9-11. You know, who killed, I mean, this one dude I know kills Kennedy, like, um, what's, I wish I could have, I wish I could talk to this guy, man, Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That he dude's knows a for sure. beast. I think he thinks he's it was a, Hogan. He's actually, he said he spoke to somebody who knows 
that that this dude was like he he that um Kennedy was killed by two different people like yeah. one in one person. Ooh, yeah, you better not say anything, Ventura. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy, man. That dude's fucking awesome, man. And he speaks and he speaks of <laughs> your brother. It was the both of us. Oh no, no, no I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Not not Kennedy. He says he knows that um nine eleven was an inside job based off of some people he spoke with, mm-hmm. and he went on the fucking radio mm-hmm. saying that shit. And that's fucking ballsy, man. To go, I'm talking about not just yeah, yeah. he went on Levitar's well, show actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went on a nationally syndicated show saying that he went on Dan Levitard's show. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Huh. Saying that, saying I know he's also level. been on like Coast to Coast AM and yeah, you know. But the, I mean, that's the thing. Like nobody completely takes that show seriously. Well, I mean, a dude like I, you know, no one really takes Levitard's show seriously either. Like he has this, you know, this game that I really like that fucking I actually. Been, I used to do myself. Like I said, I used to do it with smells. Okay. He's like, like he he looks at a person in sports and he says, and like, so what did this person look like in sports? You know, like this guy named Jim Tom Sula looks like the guy who would, after your mother gets divorced, that he would that she would date. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like Jim Tom Sula looks like the guy whose name would be used. As a as a Creole grandmother would say to scare their children, saying, "Hey, Jim Tom Sula coming to yeah, get you." Exactly, you yeah. know, like that type of shit. You know, so there's uh, those are very right. very funny. I used to because we used to do we used to do like my boys and I used to do lists of like the ugliest people, and like in the NBA, or like how I how I say by the way, take a shot, everyone. How I always say uh, Tony Dungy looks exactly like his last name sounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, dude, I'm gonna, you should put that one. We should go at Levitard show and put that. No, for real. Really? Do that, yeah. dude. At Levitard show yeah. and then put Tony Tony Dungy. I guarantee that, that's a, that's a good one. I don't have any good ones, man. I think I did something about Randy Orton. I forgot a while back, but they don't do wrestlers. No, <laughs> but no, actually, they should do wrestlers because Randy Orton. They they talk about wrestling from time to time because yeah. they're all wrestling fans. The guys on that show are wrestling right, fans. Right, right. Uh, so you know they'll watch Hell in a Cell and all that shit from time to time, you know, which I heard Brock Lesnar won because he did a low blow to um, Undertaker and gave him an F five. Oh, he did it. a low. Yeah, I didn't hear about the low. I know I heard uh, Lesnar won, but I did not hear about the low blow. Yeah, did a low blow. He basically kept it old school and shit, you know. I'm just happy NBA's back, everybody. I'm a big NBA guy. I'm a Knicks fan for everybody. I would be watching the game now, but, you know, we're doing this shit here. So Give me a real quick favor. Is the World Series game on? Can you flip over to oh, it? Oh, this motherfucker. All right, hold on a second. I'm trying to bring s- baseball back to the people. Listen, I'm trying to find I out want, this game. I want score. our young black audience to get into baseball and, and try to, try to you know, make yeah, KC three to one sport and start playing in high school. and There we go. Okay, so yeah, Kansas City's on top. Oh yeah, Knicks are up fucking seventy-seven to fifty-five, man. That's a good lead. It's a good guy. Were they were they fighting in this uh, basketball game? Uh, they're they're playing the Milwaukee Fucks. The oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no one cares. Pretty much. Matter. Yeah, radio silence. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm sort of looking at this shit here. Oh, did I finish? I basically... Oh, I was talking about the... Yeah. So, <laughs> alright. The reason I'm supporting the Mets, uh, if we can get back to that real quick, is I am a quote-unquote back-to-the-future-truther. Uh, so, I was initially in support of the Cubs because I really wanted the Cubs to win in 2015, uh, like Back to the Future 2, uh, like how it occurs in that movie. Uh, but I, I try to go by the principle of if... You took out the team that I was rooting for, then you better have done it for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so, 
the Mets were the ones to defeat the Cubs. So I was like, all right, good. If that's the if that I mean not good, but if that's the case, they better have done it for a damn good reason. The only well, time should win. The only yes, the only time that I don't I don't do that is if the Yankees take out the team that I. Uh, Oh, but yeah, because they're just the worst, awful, most evil. <laughs> like they're actually the real boogeyman, and the and people they're the ones who want to point the finger at welfare recipients and say that. that yeah, they're, don't do they're that like, guy. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the Yankees. I'm actually, I you know what? I tell you what. There's if there's anything I get real excited about is when February kicks in. Yeah. Because spring yeah. training starts up, and, and then March, catches. you know, then, yeah, so, yeah, pitchers and catchers come through, and then March, spring training rolls through. Yep. There's something about, like, the first, like, opening day, or, like, the yeah. first, anything, but I, there's something, there's some, you know, honestly. It really some, means spring is coming. Yeah. Like, or, it's or, a renewal. Or, or, especially with, like, the Masters. I, like, I watch the Masters, which is yeah. a golf tournament that comes in April. That, to yeah. me, reminds, that, like, that's, like, the full, that's when spring's supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But there's just something about new, like, there's something about the end of a baseball season. There's something about the end of a season. Mm-hmm. For sports and the beginning of a season for sports, like mm-hmm. I, I, that to me. Ever since I was a kid, I always loved that nostalgia. I always loved the beginning, the newness of something, you know, because mm-hmm. everyone has, everyone's optimistic. They're coming out with something like even look, the Knicks were optimistic. We had a pretty decent preseason, actually pretty good preseason. So as a Knicks fan, I mean, because I don't get that emotional about sports anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Colts fan for um for football, um baseball. My buddies always mess with me all the time because which is for me kind of fucked up because for me the Yankees have a real sentiment of place in my heart because right, my, my grandfather yeah my my grandfather passed you know yeah. so I'll follow the Yankees you know and, and I'll follow Mariners. and the Mariners and you know hockey I would say maybe the Rangers because you know uh the, the you know their closest team to us aside from Boston I don't like anything New England so I'll um, yeah I ever met. you know we have, have fuck all those million sports <laughs> teams but I used to love the Hartford Whalers. You know, New because sports team. yeah, but they were in Hartford. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. we used to go like two, three games I mean, a year. Yeah, we all you had to love the Hartford. Yeah, players. exactly. And their their merchandise, their memorabilia still merchandise, sells. still fucking sells. They're up yeah. there in the fucking. They might be the most popular NHL team of all time because of just because homies want to wear fucking. You know, t-shirts and hats. Yeah, yeah, no. When you see niggas on the street with the whalers, yeah, it's fucking yeah. crazy. Not just homies, uh, frat yeah. boys. And yeah, all every, exactly, man. I'm talking about people from like our age, older, yeah. down to the mid to the mid to early twenties, even teenagers. Yeah, like that yard goats, man. Like that yard goats, man. Like who gives a, like people who gives a fuck about the team, but their gear the was pretty was tight. Great, yeah, and the thing is, they they even have like they even have some shit. They even have a bunch of merchandise that actually looks. Just like like the Hartford Whalers colors. Well, they yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think their colors are like the Whalers colors. Mm-hmm. I think they, it's the blue, Uh-oh. blue, Uh-oh. blue gray, and green. Oh no! Quite. What was this? Oh, oh was... man, it was just um. I forgot who it looks like. Um, Mike Mustakis just hit a uh, a shot into the. Oh man, it was foul though. It was it was beyond the line. Yeah, it was foul. Oh man, that that was actually pretty cool, man. So we're giving it to you here first, people. All right, we're giving it to you here first. You know, yeah. Like, well, I'm looking World at Series coverage. Oh, um, but yesterday I heard they fucked up the the, the telecast. Oh man, yeah. yeah Granderson would have gotten that. Oh, Wait, who told you they fucked the telecast, Caesar? Because um, no, no, like <laughs> I the, um, I went on the streets. Okay. Yeah, Twitter What's was talking about. What was the problem? Um, the, they, the feed got fucked up. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, so Fox fucked the feed up. I'm not sure what happened exactly, but can't the imagine Fox fucking something. Fucking up. something. Oh yeah. Okay. You know. Well. Tip fly. Oh man, dude! I don't, no, what the hell is it? Baseball. You know, remember you know, look, look, like he looks like that video. Remember that, that um, the Gangsters Paradise video? 
Yeah. That's what he looks like, the guy singing, Who's standing most alive? He looks at the guy. No, no, it's not CeeLo. That's another I thought CeeLo, no, it's not CeeLo singing no. the gangster. No, no, no. So who is it? I don't know, some other dude, some other fat, fat black guy. And it was crazy because Derek Fisher looks like the fat black guy from the Gangsta's Paradise video. Like. Except a little less sweaty. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, not, not, uh, leaking, minute after minute. Hour after hour. God, what happened to Coolio, man? Damn. He had a bunch of hits. Come he did. on, one long and ride on. Hold on, hold on. That's a fucking great song. <laughs> I don't know. He, then he just disappeared. He, done, he did some acting. He had a, a role completely cut out of that original Daredevil movie, uh, which actually is on the extended DVD I'm sorry version you're of the movie. About yourself, but uh, and it actually makes the movie better. Not much better, but it does make it better. Because um, it's a whole subplot about like Matt Murdock trying to prove this guy's innocence. I like how you talk. But just, we're just gonna fucking get the fourth wall out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jeff is talking to himself, everybody, because I'm not doing I'm shit. not talking to myself. I'm talking to our loyal audience members. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, trying I'm to talking to all the open ears out there. Well, you're really rolling that open ear stuff. I only used it a few times, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any, like, tree puns for like that sound like a listenership. Our little, our little leaves. No. <laughs> that doesn't... Our, yeah, our, I don't think they... branches. I, well, branches might be good, but I, I don't know. It doesn't... It's got to work on two levels, though. Like, it's got to kind of sound like... Like listeners, or I guess you would even say fans. Well, or, and if you're a piece of shit, you're a stump. <laughs> yeah. We'll cut you off and make you a stump. Like, somebody suggested saplings, and I'm like, I like that word, but it just sounds kind of yeah, insulting. Like, that's nasty. Yeah, well, saplings? Saplings, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That's like something... Well, it makes it sound like you're, like, very, like, tiny and minuscule version of us, or it sounds... And, like, I know this is not what it is, but, but like, it sounds like you're just, like, some dribble of, of sap that we excrete or something like that. So we, we didn't go with that. Um... I don't know. I, I mean, right now, open ears, I think, is the only thing that really... Yeah, nothing to do with fucking trees. No, I know it has nothing to do with How about the trees. bark? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all think it's a bark. Our bark is worse than our bite. Yeah. You guys are, um, the apples from our what are trees. Those, like, uh, what, what are those holes in the trees? Knots, I guess? I don't know. You guys are our, our veins, our roots. How about roots? Mm, maybe. I don't know. How about up, roots? No. How, how about how about the white people that come in and cut us down in the forest? Lumberjacks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, we are the trees falling in the woods, so I guess yeah. that's kind of conducive to what we want to the 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 imagery we want to convey. But they're not. I don't know. I, yeah, the only people who hear the trees falling in the woods are lumberjacks. And those maybe we should call them fucking lumberjacks. What up, lumberjacks? Yeah, you guys are our lumberjacks. You could be our lumberjacks. I'm, well, it's starting yeah. to work its way into my mind and starting to sound right. You know? I don't know. Now we're watching an iPhone commercial. By the way, I might be getting a new phone soon, hopefully, now that... Uh, oh, I, I didn't talk about it a lot, but my job situation is working itself out real well, so I'm going to go back to what I was doing before. I no, put, you didn't mention anything about that. They, they I have, talked to you about yeah, it. Yeah, these people have absolutely no context whatsoever. Well, we did mention <laughs> that we've been, you and I have kind of been going through like difficult things nah, in good. our normal lives. I'm, I'm good. No, I'm <laughs> no, yeah. makes me Nothing makes me happier than when you yeah. No, I, I just, uh, my, my job's been great, all, all, my job's always great, but there was a difficulty in terms of, um, 
my I, I I can't really go into it much, but there was a requirement. Let's just say let's just say bottom line, shit straight. Yeah, shit straight. That's it. That's all. That's no, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Nobody did anything wrong. There was just a, a, a thing that was up in the air, and shit is straight. And I wrote today on Facebook that um, My shit's about, straight. about the job that I just received some news that makes me want to break dance like the test results are in, and Maury says I am not the father. Oh, hell yeah. This cat's doing a fucking Dougie. Yep. He's, he's going to doing the Dougie. Bring it into a whip and Nene mm -hmm. back to the Dougie doing mm -hmm. a stanky leg while he's whipping. So yeah, you're doing all these dances. Into moves. a dagger dance. Yeah. Yes. See, oh dude, that's fucking crazy. Well, we're our attendance with. We're good. Plus I'm at seven percent, so this thing's dying out. And this is more than likely the last ever recorded episode within the confines of this version of Rob Studios. So I just wanted to put that out there, everybody. We thought it was going to be last week, but Rob and I decided to get together one more time before he uh, he takes off for New York. And obviously, we're going to do our best to try and get together as often as we can, considering, you know, dude's going to be living, you know, in, in New York City, and I'm still up here and everything. But we will make the effort. We will endure. We will continue. And we're going to do a lot of different ways. So I'm just happy to be away from your white ass. No, but no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be something different, man. I got my space already available, so by, by Sunday I'll be out there. Um, so for some of you guys who actually listen to it that are my comedian friends or whatever, which I doubt. Uh, you know, that's why for me it's like, you know what, I can talk about shit like that on the podcast because nobody I know actually listens to this that's shit because right. we are falling, we are trees if falling no in the woods. no one is there to listen, doesn't mm -hmm. even make a noise. Nope, nigga. So, uh, but no, we appreciate you guys. So who knows when the next one's going to be coming out. But either way, we're going to try to do what we can to make it get, it, get it out there as quick as we can. Shit, you never know, we might do a moving podcast. <laughs> like, you know, oh, it says I'm on low battery. So let's see. We're going to go ahead and shut this bitch down before it actually cuts me off. So um, appreciate you guys. Thanks, you guys, for always listening. And, uh, and my, hopefully this one wasn't as bad as the last one. And, um, and as always, everybody, <laughs> let's get these hoes, yeah, baby. Boomer lives. <laughs>